week's Deal Dive podcast, we shift focus to privacy concerns, how all of our consumer habits are changing, and more importantly, the most special guest I have ever had on a podcast. Hey guys, I'm the Deal Guy Matt Granite, and when I say most special guest ever, I'm talking about Craig's Tech Talk. Craig, you are my first guest, but also my most special guest ever on the Deal Guy Podcast. Welcome. Wow, thank you. That was the best introduction I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Honored to have you here. If you guys aren't familiar with Craig, Craig has an amazing YouTube channel. He's an influencer on Amazon. I'm going to have a list of all of his socials on mattsaleydeals.com. But Craig has this incredible insight into elevating your smart home and consumer habits and how they shift in privacy. And he does this incredible job of summing up everything for the entry-level consumer, people that don't know what a smart product is, like my mom and my dad and my nana. My papa's actually amazing with it, Craig. We'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> and then for the people that are in the industry like me, uh, Craig, how tall are you? I am 5'11". 5'11". So I look up to you figuratively and literally. I'm (laughs) 5'9". I I look up to you for insight with not only the shifting habits of everything that's going on right now, but also just to kind of keep me grounded. I focus a lot on deals. You focus on pretty much everything related to tech. But one thing that really caught my eye before we go into all of the things that are changing right now, within the last 24 hours, before you and I finally got to meet face-to-face, there goes my, my headphone. I'm going to pull this back in for a second. Let's try this again. I'm so technical. Do you use AirPods, Craig? Or, or what, what's your headphone choice? I got AirPods. You got AirPods. Right You're smarter. Yeah. Like wired. I'm taking off my man slippers <laughs> right now to get comfortable. Uh, everything that we know in the tech world in terms of how we order tech, how long it takes to ship has completely shifted. Amazon and Walmart and Target, many other stores shifting to primarily essentials. And that could mean it takes a month to get a different product as Amazon prioritizes. But Craig, I I don't really know what's going on. Do you? Because I can't figure out what's deemed an essential. Do you have any any quick insight on what's going on? It's hard to tell. It's so weird. Uh, It's not like, it's weird on Amazon. It's not like they're prioritizing shipments. Like things are coming earlier. But yeah, what is essential? Like I want to, I've been asking myself that, like, can I ship things back to Amazon? Is shipping essential? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm in LA and we got the whole lockdown happening right now. And I just don't even want to leave the house. I don't know. You know, I'm kind of confused on essential. It's brutal. It's really on. And for a lot yeah. of people listening right now or later watching this on YouTube, the disinformation right now, there, I mean, there's a whole page on Reddit in terms of what's taking a long time to ship, what's not. And I, I think it really depends on your zip code, where you are in the warehouse. And I think this is something that we will figure out in time. But Craig, if there are yeah. things that you think are important products to buy right now, this could be something that's tied to entertaining your family. This could be something that you love for your permanent staycation for the next few months. What catches your eye? I want to know like, as a consumer, how you've shifted from what you might have been purchasing a week or two ago in terms of what you're buying now. Um, one of the things that we got my daughter during Christmas is, uh, we bought her a Nintendo switch and we said we'd play as a family and we actually like, we've been playing a lot as a family lately. It's been really cool. Cause it's that super easy console to play. Like my wife is not a gamer at all. 
And yet she could pull out a little Nintendo Switch, the Joy-Cons, the controllers, and she it's just push one button to give it gas, steer, and then you've got like a little specialty button. And we're just having a great time like playing some of those games uh, that we wouldn't play normally. So I kind of feel like the focus, it's, you know, I've done a couple streams, the focus being more on family time, whether it's watching a movie or playing a game, stuff like that, you know? And do you think that brands take a step back with so much of a focus on family right now? Like you did this amazing uh, YouTube video on why certain things are called certain ways. So why it was essential that the Siri and Amazon branding tied to the Amazon Alexa voice service and Google are all tied to these smart home products and why companies try and make their name a, a permanent fixture in your household. Do you think people have the, the same allegiance to brands right now? Do you think that... We don't even know what we're corresponding with half the time. Apple versus Android. Do you think some of that goes out the window when it's these really dark times? Yeah, I think some of it goes out the window that you you start to forget about the brands and you pay more attention to how you can communicate and the tech behind it, like to reach out with family and friends. Like there's that, um, you know. You find the mutual ground and the yeah. things that work together. Like one of my daughter's friends, uh, their house is exclusively Android. And we are Apple uh, users. So my daughter can't FaceTime with her friend, but that's where Skype comes in. And you start to, you find ways to communicate. You know, that I think that really does a lot. If we take a look at some of the smart home products, and you, you have done such an incredible job on Echo and the, the full series you've done on integrating that. And, and for example, right now, my 94-year-old grandfather is enjoying all of his accessibility with his Echo show and communicating with me. And I, I don't even think he's has a conception of what FaceTime is, but we're, we're dropping in on each other's Echoes. Do you think that there are yeah. devices now that are a little bit more useful as that essential smartphone product? If that is an Echo, is that something else? Yeah, I think really... And Echo is a great example of that. It can be used in such an easy way. It's so accessible for everyone that it might be just during the year, it's that thing that you ask to set timers and every once in a while, maybe you play some music and it just kind of sits there. But like you said, you can drop in on someone and you can have a communication without a lot of tech know-how at that point. It's just getting past that initial setup. And that's one that like FaceTime, you know, the fact that we're using FaceTime here. Uh, my daughters have been talking to their grandparents and my wife came up with the project of just start talking. You know, let's ask them questions each night, each night. Let's interview them and learn about their lives. So it's great for the grandparents to share where they came from. And it's great for my daughters to know where they came from. So I think it's really the voice or uh, the video technology. I think that's just spiking right now. And it's really doing well. When it comes to privacy concerns, you're not only an expert in the field, but you had a YouTube video a couple uploads ago on what's accessible for Amazon employees watching your ring doorbell streams and footage. And I mean, you alluded to the fact that there were a couple of employees that were fired for watching too much. And the question that you asked was, what's too much? What's acceptable? With what's going on in the community right now, I might have changed a little bit in terms of my mentality. I don't care who's watching my doorbell stream, as long as my cameras are working mm -hmm. and the medical supplies are being delivered to my community. Like that's that's kind of my change. Do you think there's a shift in consumer behavior right now? Are, are privacy concerns less of mine? I mean, you, what's going on in your household? Um, I think 
there's that privacy concern should always be there. Okay. For me, a personal rule is cameras facing out, not in. And that's <laughs> only because that's one of those things I know. And there's certain cases that people really can use cameras to look out for an older relative, for a child. I know there's a lot of things, but in my personal house, I feel like you just never know with some of these privacy things. Like today, my wife <laughs> walked by. And our daughter's name is Sydney. And she walked by my office and she said, hey, Sydney, let's see if I said anything off there. And it started playing music. And she's like, I don't know why that box is playing music. And I'm like, you said our daughter's name and misheard you. And she's like, well, I hate having this stuff around. It's we got this around. I don't like it. And then she told me she went on to tell me she was watching this uh, Christian country singer uh, movie. And then she was receiving emails about. Uh, about Christian uh, Christian uh, churches and all this Christian information and Christian music. And I said to her, I'm like, that has nothing to do with our echoes. Because one, your email doesn't hide any of those. But did you have Facebook running in the background? Was that running in the background on your phone? Because that's the one that scares me more than anything, is monetizing data from them. <laughs> so it's just the... That's the big one I would question at these points. And I don't know, did you hear the story about um, there was a bug uh, with Facebook and iPhones that it was activating the camera? Uh, that, that's insane to me. I'm like, the idea you're scrolling and it's looking at you. I'm like, no, I, I think there there is a terrifying aspect to that. I think we all react differently. I mean, I spend time on set uh, with Amazon in New York City and I'm used to an echo going yeah. off every three seconds. So a couple nights yeah. ago, we were having a romantic movie night, nothing was happening. Uh, and all of a sudden, Alexa started speaking. And that, yeah. for the average person, would probably offset them. There was no trigger word. I don't know what could have yeah. possibly got the echo going. For me, you know, I'm, I'm lonely a lot of the time. I like the company. I like when a little voice shows up. It makes me happy. It quiets the ones in my head. But I could understand yeah. how that would be very off-putting to a different type yeah. of consumer. But that camera activation on, on Facebook is, is brutal. And I, I do have different types of paranoia with what's going on, but I want to know, has your behavior shifted? Like, is there, I know people stock up on toilet paper. For me, I, yeah. I'm stocking up on internet. Like as we were speaking, precisely yeah. one hour ago, I had another internet provider install cable at my house in addition to my fiber. So in the event my fiber goes down and I can't have a technician come out with this economic climate of what's going on right now, I have the fallback of cable. Like that's yeah. insane. I'm paying two service providers to deliver the same thing simultaneously because that's my paranoia. I'm worried my internet will go down and no one will fix it. What What do you have in your life? Is there anything that's changed? Um, not so much because I feel like we're trying to come at it from a reasonable point of view. So you're calling yourself like, normal. Yeah. That's nice, Craig. Like, uh, all of a sudden, I'm the crazy guy in my basement. Thank you. No, just no, take a sip of my bubble tea. No, like like the toilet paper thing. Like, you do a quick Google search, and majority of our toilet paper comes from North America. Yeah. And with that coming from North America, it means that if the food's still coming, the toilet paper's still coming. Right. So there's a balance in there that we haven't shut down, you know, and with shipping and Amazon and all that stuff. So I think the nerd in me is kind of reading articles and kind of trying to find some of that stuff. So, um, but on a non, I don't know if this, this ties in. We had wildfires a couple of years. Yes. Back. 
And I felt like the most important tech that I learned from that experience was Twitter and Ring Doorbell. And those were the two things that kind of kept me knowing what was happening around me. So in this case, the Ring Doorbell might not be the answer to what we're dealing with now, but like Twitter and the technology and kind of hearing what real people have to say sometimes is kind of the thing that I'm really paying attention to. So seeking out information and behaving like a normal person would acting upon that information and credible resources. That sounds like a great idea, Craig. Maybe I'll try that tomorrow. But I will tell you... But also this, I don't like to leave my house. So that plays a part too. So the idea gets even more crowded. That's it's not being normal. It's like it's going to be really bad going shopping today. <laughs> so every day feels like a bad shopping day. Do you have concern over bandwidth right now? I mean, there's Netflix dominating certain service providers to the point where there there's discussion about whether or not they should limit bandwidth and slow it down because it's going to so-called break the internet. For those of you listening right now, I used air quotes. The the fears, some of which are, are tied to actual technological research and some of which are just supposition from headlines and news reporters who don't know what they're discussing. Do you have concerns about how we are all at home using internet simultaneously right now? It is odd. It really is. Because yeah. like both of my daughters, they're seven and nine, and they're having Zoom meetings to, with oh, their teachers. Yeah. That's a good. So your daughters know how to use Zoom meetings at seven and nine. Well, they have to. They're learning now. It's Google wow. Hangouts, yeah. Zoom meetings, and it's because all the homework assignments are online. So even if you stagger those times, the the amount of the kids that would normally be sitting in a classroom, there's now twenty of them on the internet streaming video and audio all at the same time. And this has happened in school and classroom after classroom and you look at that spread over the day in different time zones yeah we're all over the internet so there is a certain concern um but even on a consumer level i think now is the time to upgrade your wi-fi and just you're going to be using more bandwidth that use it as efficiently as you can you know and that's get the most out of it like in the sense of for example, a network, you know, if you have a single router, if you're on the outskirts of that router, you're kind of drawing on the network in a way that doesn't help your speeds and you don't have great internet on the outside of that. So get a nice mesh Wi-Fi setup and, you know, do what you can to boost your own internet. But I think it's a, I could see it being a concern because I feel like we're tapping into it in a streaming sense like we haven't before. You know, I mean, do you maybe have a, your kids are watching TV that they normally wouldn't watch, and we're streaming Netflix more. Well, we are discussing a couple. So you you've just touched on uh, streaming. You've touched on internet, and for yeah. the the folks that watch me regularly or listening regularly, there's usually a product recommendation I would make tied to that. Do you have? And I'll put them on on mattsdailydeals.com or anywhere else that you want. Yeah. Do you have uh, an ideal home internet? Wi-Fi mesh system, whether it's the Amazon Euro mesh or something else, and then more importantly. What is your streaming setup right now? I think a lot of people would be eager to hear what you're doing in your home. Well, the Eero Mesh is is great reviews. Eero is a great company, and if you're an Apple user, Eero is the only is one of the only mesh Wi-Fi setups that Apple's looking at as secure. That they're actually going to have a partnership there with Eero for it. So that to me says something. The fact that Amazon bottom says something and they just have great reviews. Like I believe 
you know, you can go on and you can get a three pack of the Euro setup for for a couple hundred bucks. It's not crazy. And what that's going to do is give you your router that you're used to, but it's going to have these access points that really it kind of it carpeted carpets your house with nice, strong Wi-Fi. So I feel like you kind of need that right now. Yeah. Just so, and it's capable of a lot of devices. So it gives you a ton of room to grow. But uh, yeah, the Eero one, I've been using Nest Wi-Fi, which you can get a set of those on Amazon. Uh, same concept. Uh, there's the Orbi setup is another one that's going to give you that mesh setup there. And you could even get a version that has uh, the Assistant built in, the Amazon Assistant. So yeah, it's... I. I feel like Eero would be the top of my list right now to get because the price point is great on that for three nodes. And it'll say something like, you know, this will cover two and a half miles of Wi-Fi or some ridiculous amount, but really, you know, 6,500 square feet. And that might look like overkill if you're a consumer that isn't familiar with this stuff and you're going, I don't have a house that big. Well, walls, that's 6,500 square square feet if you're in a football arena and you have no walls so walls are going to slow your network down so don't be afraid to overdo it and get that extra node but think about the euro setup um yeah at my house like i said i was using um i'm using nest wi-fi right now yeah. and it's been nice it's been so solid it's been the first kind of and same like this euro is you're going to get into really solid internet these devices are great you're not gonna i have no dead zones in my house i'm paying for 200 megabits per second of internet speed and i'm seeing 215 on wireless throughout the house it's really impressive so i have the same so i have, I have the mesh setup and it's supposed to be a gig up a gig down and, and cheaper because yeah. it's in toronto obviously the yeah. i'm able to pull five to six up and down on that system wow. floor to floor, which I've never been yeah. able to do before since that addition was brought into my home. So I'm, I'm completely with you on that. Yeah, I'm in love with mesh. And you go watch a little, you know, every mesh router you look up is gonna show you a little picture of a home just beaming internet. And it's that overlapping of the node signal that really is what does it. So I kind of feel like now's the time yeah. to up it because we're probably doing more streaming. I'm telling you, you drag the whole thing down by being on the outskirts of it and you affect the stuff that's closer, so. In terms of your uh, streaming setup, a lot of people are wondering, I, and I, I know you, I think you did a video where you tested Disney Plus and a couple of things yeah. after the fact, which is great. Uh, for me, I never want to read all of the reviews or watch all of the uploads of people that are doing it all on the same day. I think sometimes when yeah. you wait a few months, you get a little bit more perspective. What what do you recommend in your household? What's your setup on the battle of Hulu versus Netflix versus Prime Video and everything else? Well, my first recommendation, if you're thinking about cutting the cord, yeah. take advantage of these trial periods. And the thing I would say, if you have cable and you're thinking about cutting the cord, uh, what I said for my wife is first thing we went to was Sling TV. And I said, just spend the next four days and see how much uh, your normal watching is available on this service and decide, you know, the one or two things you're missing, is that worth $50 a month? So for me, I still like, I'm old, I guess I feel like I'm old <laughs> now. Uh, so if you're above 40, you're old now. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, 
I still like having live television. I like to be able to check in, watch the news. And so I'm paying for Hulu Live, which integrates awesome with the Echo shows. Like I have an Echo show in the uh, in my living in my kitchen, and I'll just say tune in to NBC on Hulu, and I watch the morning news on it, and I'm seeing it live, real time, all that. And with that service, Hulu Live, you get uh, Hulu the replay part of it, that service, and so it's like sixty bucks a month, but it takes I can use it, access it anywhere. But um, essential, my essential one that I would recommend, because I think a lot of us still like network television and yes. like to watch shows, and you may not want live TV, is Hulu. And because you can catch up the day after it airs and watch whatever was playing, and that too you can access on an Echo show. But the big game changer is pay for the commercial free version. Yes. That's the best $4 a month I, I pay for. <laughs> you know, it's like, but an episode of TV is 22 minutes. So we'll watch three episodes of Modern Family in the time it would take to watch two with commercials. So that is a, is a great one. Take advantage of Prime, your yes. Prime video. Um, Netflix, I'm kind of torn on Netflix because I feel like Netflix is one of those that it's too much about their shows these days. Uh, but I still check in on it. Uh, Disney Plus, I just did a video on that. That's now coming to the UK. Uh, there's a lot of properties Disney owns. You know, you like National Geographic, you have 30 series that they own that you can catch up on the whole catalog of. You know, go watch the Disney movies. Do a binge watch for four days with the trial period. Just set a reminder on day number four to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> Do a binge watch, but you'll probably find that you're like, hey, this is great. I'm keeping this around, you know, especially if you like Star Wars or Marvel movies. Or, so there's a lot of good stuff out there. But those are my primary services. Hulu, Prime Video, um, Disney Plus. And a good thing about the live television, if you want to watch these different networks, if you want to utilize their apps, it gives you login credentials. So I'm able to log into Discovery Channel and get their whole catalog and stuff. So that's a big reason I keep these around too. And that could unlock an additional gazillion hours of programming, yeah. which is yeah. really good too with kids at home, right? You're trying to explore the world from your living room. There are different ways to do that now than travel and, and seeking out different spots in our community that we can't visit right now. It's a, And it's a weird time in the sense that uh, there's a movie onward that's coming out from Pixar. Yes. And that movie, because of the time we're in, it's going to be released on demand March 23rd. Uh, so that's today that you can stream it on demand and pay for it. But April 2nd, it's supposed to be on Disney+. Plus. And if you think of what it would cost for a family of four to go to the movies, that's one year of Disney+. Plus. That's $7 a month. Plus so what you save on popcorn save money. if you make that in your microwave. I know. So it's one of those, it's like, I think we're going to see more of that stuff with as we go along. Having more movies are going to go straight to video, and I don't think it's going to be good for the theater when this is all done. It's going to cut out the theater for a lot of people. Before we uh, we, we we part ways temporarily, I've I've noticed different changes with my subscribers, and I want to talk about your subscribers and your viewers and, and the people that are tied to you. The the folks that that I have the privilege to interact with are asking now for products unlike anything that I've experienced in my career. So there's this um, 
who makes it this uh, uh, company called Purewell. They make a, a phonetizer product where it sanitizes yeah. like 99.9% of the germs on your electronics and yeah. your tech. Your your earbuds that you're wearing can go into this thing. And then there's a, a toothbrush sanitizer and an air purifier. And yeah. a lot of the products that I haven't ever fixated on to this extent in my career are now on back order. They're flying off store shelves. And, yeah. and, and as a, a tech reviewer and a deal hunter, I'm really focusing on 1% of the available product category right now because that's what the viewers want. That's what my subscribers want. So my question to you yeah. is, uh, have you had to shift your behavior, what you explore? Are you are, are there changes coming to you as a, as a persona? Well, and I think in a way I've tried to shift what I'm exploring to see what value it can add in this time. Yes. Um, I haven't had people asking me about pure phone, but I've heard about that. And I think a lot of it is just personally, I'm looking at more content, that, like right now, of doing a video that goes into why mesh Wi-Fi might be good. You know, things that really may help the stay-at-home time. That was kind of the motivation for the Disney Plus, is that things that can add value. You know, on my Amazon live stream, I've been talking about how much fun we've been having playing the Nintendo Switch and the games there. Yeah. That, you know, it's to the point this thing's getting sold out. I think it's my fault. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking right now to see if that's the case. Oh, it's crazy. I'm like, I'm seeing them fall right. off the shelf. So, but I think some of that is that, you know, people are looking for the ways to connect. I'm seeing a, a Skype video that has fallen off. In my analytics popping up more. So it's really, I'm changing the focus, I think, less for my consumers asking, but how to try to add value into your house and to try to do things that, you know, communication stuff and things like that and family entertainment. You know, I think there's a lot of time that we're going to be spending with family and loved ones. So it's what can you do to really kind of have some joy in that time? So I think my focus is more there. Uh, I haven't heard too much from my audience at this point for specifics on, you know, the sanitizing their devices. But I think now's the time to talk about drop-in more and yes. to talk about things that are really can connect you to the people close to you, close to you, and keep so they feel better being at home. Especially if you're in that demographic that really has to worry about it, you know, so they're not disconnected from you. And just feeling trapped in a house or an apartment. So, and I think the the onus upon many of the people in the field, like myself, you do a really good job of it, is not being an alarmist, but also imparting useful information. And and to go back to that ring doorbell video you began with, you said you know you're yeah. not trying to stir up drama, you're not trying to let people into a panic state, believing that everyone is spying on them, but it's disseminating this information that is important at this time. So I, I we yeah. do have a responsibility. You clearly enact that in everything you do, and I hope more people do what you're doing right now. Well, and like the ring doorbell, like you mentioned that. There's, I made one video with what I've gathered reading. I had read some articles yes. out of the UK and them doing research and that how much data was being collected down to your longitude and latitude when you answer the phone to see your ring doorbell and when the door at the doorbell itself so they can basically tell where you were when you answered if you enter those longitude and latitude coordinates into a tool to see where it's at and they can tell you where your house is so that kind of stuff i want to spread and put that information so there isn't misinformation or being naive but then on the other hand i 
made a video about connecting that to your Echo Show so you can see who's at the front door. So especially if someone rings the doorbell, maybe you want to talk to them, but you don't want to open that door, especially with, with what's going on. So answer it, look at your Echo Show. And, you know, I think it's a beautiful partnership there, the two devices. So you can communicate outside of the house, keep yourself inside and safe. But also, I think you should know the flip side about what's going on so you can decide whether that camera comes in your house with a ring cam. And, you know, so I like to find both sides and I'll be the first to admit it. It's like, I'm not getting rid of my ring video doorbell. I know that I don't like what they're collecting, but I also know I'm going to vote with my wallet now that I know this and not put them inside my house. So, yeah. I think there's a balance in there, but to find the good and the bad, and then you make your decisions from there, you know, decide whether it adds value to you, but you don't go into it naive, you know, about it. So yeah, ring video doorbell and the echo shows great partnership there. It's cool. It's the only, because Amazon owns ring they and then they have their echo shows. So it's great partnership to see who's at that door or to have an echo dot and be able to speak from upstairs saying, Okay, who is it? Oh, just FedEx. Okay, leave it. Leave it at the door. I'll be down in a minute. Or Amazon, but they just snap a picture and run. <laughs> so they do, but it's been so useful right now where people can't enter my home. So I, they'll say, left it on the back porch. I'm like, I don't even have a back yeah. porch. How did you leave it there? And then I can yeah. see from the photo that I need to go over to my neighbors. So it's good. It is very helpful. Oh, it is great. Yeah, Amazon's an essential service at this point, I think, for a lot of people. You know, and one of the interesting things is some of this stuff that's gone on um, in the past. There was uh, some other uh, country that had some event. Uh, I don't remember the details, but basically they found that an older demographic started use, utilizing these delivery services because they were told to stay in and it was just safer to be at home. So it opens up. It could be good. You walk away with a new experience. You find a streaming service. You do more deliveries. I don't know. So tech can be your friend. And, and you can be the friend to anyone listening right now. I'm going to spell something out. Obviously, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you'll see a full screen graphic. Yeah. But everyone, write this down safely. Well, I was going to say, you might not be in your car when you're listening. You might just be at home. C-R-A-I-G-P-O-U-L-S-E-N.com. Go there. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Craig's Tech Talk on YouTube. It is one of my go-to channels. And Craig, speaking of beautiful partnerships, I thought today uh, this was a beautiful partnership for me, but I would, I'd hope that we can align forces in the, in the near future because I learned a lot just listening to you today and uh, not, not just because this was really fun, but I think more importantly at a time right now, you're giving people information that they need more than ever. And I'd rather hear it from you directly. Well, and I, I think it would be great because one, I feel like I'm 10 feet tall with all the nice things you've said. So, I mean, uh, my day is starting off uh, amazing. Yeah. And two, it, <laughs> you have so much great information on your channel. I mean, tech deal, you're, you know, the, the, the deal guy. You know, I'm seeing all kinds of great stuff that, that I'm like, how did he kind of become the voice of Amazon in a way? So, 
No, I think it would be awesome to uh, talk again, you know, do a podcast anytime. Awesome. I, I also have very few friends, so when we finish, I'll just like maybe <laughs> hit you up socially with a bit. Hey, Craig, how's your echo doing? You know, just things like that I think could be really helpful to uh, yes. my self-confidence. That'd be great. All right, everyone, you know where to find everything. And Craig, thank you so much. Really, a truly an honor to have you here. Uh, not just you being my first podcast guest ever, but I promise my best. And if I have another guest in the future, I'm going to remind them that you were the best. Oh, I'll just say, uh, I'll be reaching out to you. I think you need me back. So, <laughs> it was good. I'm going to myself. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Craig. Thank you.